at a sex party, there's just a party party going on. Correct. Well, to me, the crazy thing that she told me is she's like, okay, so in one room, there's like a party party going on. And then there's like another room where people are having sex. And in the room where people were having sex, someone was playing acoustic guitar. That's offensive. That is crazy. That's not okay. That is crazy to me. Who's looking around and being like, yeah, there's a lot of orgasms happening, but not enough fish, dude. (laughs) We need to start jamming. But first, a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the Cuffers, the Fluffers, and the Cucksu Huff Poppers. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Look, it's difficult to switch from an F to the F to the F to a P. That was... That took several takes, but we made it here. I am your host, everybody, Billy Presida. Your guest this week is going to be comedian Katu King. She is my opponent on Sunday at the stand for Comedy Fight Club. We are going to be standing uh, on a stage in front of a bunch of people and saying hopefully hilarious, nasty things to each other. If we if they're not hilarious, they will still be nasty and hurt our feelings. And it's a good time. You can pay money to watch that what a country so we're gonna get to her and her uh horny anxious cardigan energy in a little bit but first let's do some show dates people show dates all right the one relevant here again is this sunday at the stand i'm gonna be roast battling my guest here Uh, i finally do have a ticket link in the show notes you can get to Next week, I'm in a few places, Valley Stream, New York, on January 4th. I'm going to be at Zaphire's. That's a free show. Brooklyn, on January 6th, I'm going to be at Pine Box Rock Shop, also free. Got several other shows uh, that are free to come to happening in in Brooklyn over the next several weeks. Just check the show notes. I'll have all of them listed out over there. And then again, save the date. Tickets not yet available, but January 27th is the next Naked comedy show. Ooh, yeah. I think I think I'll be recording my set and uh so long as all things go well, posting it up on my OnlyFans. Link also in the show notes. All the links always in the show notes. If I owned a safe, and I think to own a safe, I'd have to like own a bunch of very important things, but like all the things that like one kind of needs in a pinch. I would call that safe the show notes. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm feeling like a like a goofy goofball. Uh folks, fan whore appreciation moment. Let's do it. So I want to say a thank you right now to Chance. You have a built-in cheesy pickup line with that kind of name. Ooh, hey, hey boy, hey girl, hey, hey you, hey human. Why don't you take a chance on me? I'm running away. I'm embarrassed. Thank you, Chance, for being wonderful. And folks, you're right now having your last chance to enjoy two free months of Patreon membership. Yes, uh, through the end of this month of December, 20 and 22, I'm offering the maximum discount allowed on my Patreon annual memberships, okay? So you, you pay one time up front, you get all the bennies for an entire year. And if you sign up before 2023, you will get two free months taken off the price. Okay. That's a, that's literally the best deal Patreon will let me give you. 
Become a member today, support the pod you love at patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Or download the Patreon app and find me on there. Katu King. Uh, I've known Katu uh, many years since she started doing comedy out here in New York. And I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully making her cry in front of a bunch of people. She's got a messy little dating life and just, you know, the Lucas of warm hot takes. That's not true. We had fun. We, we we bantered. We discussed. Dudes, you even get a few hot tips in here on how to, like, be a less boring date. Because, hey, even if y'all aren't a fit, like, don't be boring. But also, like, if you are boring, don't try to not be boring on the date. Like, first start being not boring in real life. If you're faking it just for the date, you can't sustain that. If you become not boring in your soul, namaste. Okay, I gotta do gotta do like an ad read and then, and then we'll we'll get to cut two. That's the joke. But like what I'm actually afraid of is somebody's gonna be like, one day all of your friends are gonna like get bored of you and leave. You know? <laughs> like why that's not a joke. That's not funny. Loneliness, that's the big fear. Uh, kind of, yeah. A girl once told me in conversation when I was like 20, I was in college, we were in class, and she said, you know, Kata, you talk so much, eventually everyone stops listening. And I had to leave the room and cry. I'm not... And nobody, like, nobody will ever say anything of that caliber at a roast battle because it's not funny. I mean, there's ways to do it. I feel like there's a way to figure it out, but it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a way to be like, um, nobody likes you, that's funny. I mean, the but clo- but it won't hit the same, you know, because it's funny. I love roast jokes about me. Well, well, the closest I've gotten to that is I'll say like I'm I'm very unlikable, but it's a very special type of unlikable. Like a lot of people like me, uh, but each of them thinks they're the only one who does. That is kind of funny. That is kind of that's yeah. It, it it would be weird to be approached by a lot of people like oh yeah I know you get a lot of shit but I actually really like you and then you have to be like oh gosh oh thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I kind of relate to that feeling. Um, like, I have a lot of one-on-one friends. I don't have, like, a crew I, that I, I hang with. Yeah. Like, remember when we like were at, was that, was that 4th of July or, like, Memorial Day? What, something. Remember this summer we were hanging out downtown Manhattan okay. with, like, Matt Marin and them? Yes. That, right. That like, was fun. That was fun. And I don't normally go get invited to, like, group things like that. Normally it's like, Billy, do you want to, like, go for a walk and okay. talk among ourselves? Or, like, hey, Billy, I'm struggling. Can we have a drink and talk something out? Yeah. I don't normally get that. Hey, man, we're having a thing. Come on down. Are you not fun at parties? I want to be. Are you- <laughs> Am I not? I don't know. How, I don't how know. was I then? I thought you were fine. <laughs> I thought you were fine. I... I do. I do tend to get. I feel like I get invited to group stuff. It also just depends on the type of party. Because like mm-hmm. I go to sex parties and I am apparently very fun at those. But then like if I go to like a vanilla party, I um I feel like sometimes depending on who's at the party, it's am I willing to let my principles down a bit if I hear some things that I find a bit on the objectionable side. I had a friend who. We're still friends. I have a friend who like briefly tried out the sex party scene. And she told me that, like, at a sex party, there's just a party party going on. Correct. Which is interesting. Well, to me, the crazy thing that she told me is she's like, okay, so in one room, there's like, this is the first one she went to. In one room, there's like a party party going on. And then there's like another room where people are having sex. Right. And in the room where people were having sex, someone was playing acoustic guitar. 
That's I'm that's offensive. That is crazy. That's not okay. That is crazy to me. Who's looking around and being like, yeah, there's a lot of orgasms happening, but not enough fish, dude. <laughs> we need to start jamming. <laughs> the I remember so the party I go to is called Hacienda. Yeah. And the last I remember Many years ago, they f- they started trying to incorporate like perform like booking people mm-hmm. for performances. Like around midnight, like someone's gonna get on the bass and someone like someone's a little three piece band okay. is gonna do something. And it was always weird because they were like stop people from fucking so they could like go to that spot to then perform for Everybody people who stop fucking that you know what that's worse than like when you have an ambush comedy show it- <laughs> and because like that's because i hate an I, ambush orgy concert i know i hate doing an ambush comedy show when i walk into a bar and i see people having a good time and i'm like everybody shut up and listen to me now i walk into an ambush comedy show and i'm just like we're all we're about to ruin this i mean the worst thing is i'll still do them yeah. right oh yeah like I, i'm Please willing book to me. do it i'm like i'll do your ambush show i'm willing to ruin somebody's night for my art yeah i'd rather not <laughs> i'd rather not and i'm at the level of comedy where i had a show that people had to pay to be at right okay so it was a handful of people maybe eight people were there but they were all there on purpose and they had paid yeah and then the host decided to call it off because not enough people showed up what and i'm like are you crazy I've pref- i would rather perform for eight people that are there on purpose than a hundred people that don't know a show is happening oh absolutely absolutely i've done shows at actual comedy clubs Mm -hmm. with two drink minimum where there were less than eight people yeah i'm glad that they've never gotten the idea of like what if we book like two com two or three comics to like just do some some jokes during the middle of the sex party and i'm glad that They've never like, pursued this. I'm pretty sure I've had an actual nightmare where, like, I'm trying to tell jokes while other people are having sex in the room. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, pay attention to me. I think if I had to perform for people who are fucking, like, I think that would just give me permanent erectile dysfunction. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would get the girl version of that. Like, what's what's the, what's the pussy version of erectile dysfunction? I know Extra it dryness? It's, yeah. Vaginismus? It's... There isn't a word for it, but it absolutely exists. <laughs> now, I will say this. So they have started to do the perform. The performances are normal now yeah. around like midnight, 1 a.m. But they do do they don't do them in the main play space. Mm-hmm. It's usually in the backyard where like maybe someone's getting a blowjob at most. Like it's a pretty chill spot. And then they started doing them there. And I was like, that's more appropriate. Now, I saw they had like a sexy magician performer. Oh, got that. You know, I, I get a weird sex vibe from street magicians so i'm uncomfortable with that concept okay but hold on hear me out he does his routine does his routine then at one point mm-hmm. like he takes this like long yellow one of those like long like three foot long balloon, yellow balloons okay. and blows it up and then like swallows it ah swallowing a balloon okay okay, okay and then and then goes back to doing like some other trick okay and then after that tricks then all of a sudden it's like oh no he's got a tummy ache oh i'm feeling oh no and we were all like he's not gonna and then he turned around and he bent over and we saw this like yellow orb sticking out of his butthole. He pulled out a second, because obviously the second balloon didn't actually travel uh, through. Yeah. He pulled this thing out, inflated, three foot long, mm-hmm. out of his fucking asshole. And we just all just cheered. We were like, wow. I... He fisted, I asked him how. He's like, I fisted myself for an hour and a half <gasps> before I had to go up so I could get it in there. That's... That is, I'm curious. Yeah. I hate, I hate to say it, but I want to see that. See now, and that's where I was like on your face. I couldn't tell if you were like, now I'm totally turned off to sex parties, or I now want to go. I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't go to one anyway because I have horrible. I would be so focused on doing good at the party part. 
you know, that I would be in the wrong mindset to have sex. And I'm being extremely serious about that. I have a hard time getting laid in real life because I'm too focused because when I'm in public, I'm too focused on being good at a going to a party. And here I thought it's just because you look like a professional knitter. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's because I was for a while. You were? I was a sweater designer oh. up until yeah, August. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know you were like actually doing the knitting. Um. Well, okay. At my last job, I didn't. You're also talking to someone like two Christmases ago. I had to like make a bralette. Yeah. For a girlfriend, I was about to break up with. Oh my god! Do you believe in this in the sweater curse? What's the sweater? Okay, curse? Okay, so the sweater. This this is because I actually do knit. The sweater curse is an extremely extremely real thing. It is if you make a sweater for a significant other, they either propose to you by the before you're finished with it or you break up right after you're done it was like two weeks exactly it's real wow it's it's a real thing anyone listening i highly recommend if you're a wikipedia fan check out the sweater curse wikipedia page it's a really good one (laughs) well i mean what a better time to say uh we're here right now with comedian katu king yeah. Uh, wait, is, what's the proper way to say it? You've, you, you've, it's Katu. It is Katu. Yeah. You, the chick from college, it sounded like she said it different. Well, Everyone says my name different. Katu. Everyone says it different. I don't care, though. Okay. I, I don't. Say my name how you want. I, okay. It's, <laughs> it's Katu. And then also, like a lot of uh, Middle Eastern names and words, the emphasis is on the first uh, syllable and not the second, which is why people get a lot of... Um, South Asian names wrong, too, because South Asian names tend to emphasize the first syllable, too. Fun fact. I don't feel like getting canceled today by making any comments. So I agree. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm just saying if you if you look, this isn't a foolproof hack. But if you meet a South Asian person and you're not totally sure how to pronounce their name, just just try chucking that emphasis on that first syllable. It's more likely to be because most English names, they default to the second syllable is where the emphasis is. Is this type of conversation the reason why you're not getting laid? Oh, a hundred percent. This is this is why I haven't had sex in months. And also because if I'm at a, I'm I'm focused on doing well at the party. I am. I want I want like that's something I care about, which is embarrassing. What, what, now, what is it about doing well at the party? Like, what does that look like to you? Honestly, that's a great question. That is a completely malleable concept of doing of like being at a party. I'm like, oh, I'm killing it right now. Uh, but honestly, I would be like uh, making everybody laugh and have a great time. And if it's if it's at my house, that is extra. The stakes are extra high. Oh, right, right. Because I need to because now everyone has to have a good time, and if they don't, it's all my fault. And, and so you're doing all this like performative. Uh, Hosting, hosting yeah. at a party, and you're forgetting to, like flirt with anyone. Is yeah, that- and I'm forgetting to hit on people. And do you hit, but do you hit on people? Is that like in real life? Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not enough because I'm too focused on like I gotta nail this social situation. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta kill it. I gotta, I gotta pick out like my favorite stories and tell them at the right time. Yeah, and it's like, okay, what's an appropriate amount of fun facts? Like, do I go start? going to a tirade about name linguistics like is that like a fun thing to do (laughs) probably not is the answer but am i the most sex negative person that's ever been on this podcast certainly not sex negative i don't think i don't think not being slutty means someone's sex negative sex negative is like i'm not i'm not a slut and no one else should be yeah well i'm just i'm just a hater 
what do so you hate like, on? Do tell. Other people, other people. Well, first of all, I absolutely hate on that guy that was that was uh, playing acoustic guitar at the sex party. Right, but like I also hate on that because he does it doesn't belong there. Like There's- whatever he's doing, whatever he gets out of that, I don't even want to know. I just hate it. Right. Well, it, well, I don't know. It's just also the one I go to. It's like they're playing techno music, so it would just be oh, weird. If, I kind of hate that too. I don't I, like I techno mean, music. I'm not the biggest fan of the the musical selection, but I I'm not even going to pretend like I could wage a war on that. So I just have to lean in and acquiesce to it and just be like, yeah. I just I, it makes it hard to focus for me at least. Like I'm sort trying to connect. Of. If you're like thinking about like what's going on in the background, yeah. Like if it's a new partner. It's sure. I'm trying to connect with them and like, you know, get comfortable enough. My dick can like get hard and then right. do the things. But instead it's like while like five people are fucking around me. It's it's <laughs> it's distracting. You got to kind of I got to get into a zone. Right. I know. I agree with you. You know, I one thing I really hate is if I'm with a new partner, I hate uh, and putting on music because I don't want them to judge me for my music taste. But I don't want people to judge me for my heavy breathing. That You know what? Fair. <laughs> that is fair. But I'm like, yeah, that's not something I want to be self-conscious about is my music taste. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, you pick out something and then I'll judge that. That's the side I want to be on. Do you think you are sex negative? Uh, I mean, I thought about this on the walk here because I my train was delayed. But I thought about this on the train delay here. But I think of myself, I try to practice body neutrality. What is that? Which is just like feeling neutral about your body. Okay. And not, and I think that works for me and i honestly feel the same way about sex i like if there's a such thing as sex neutrality that's how i feel uh i mean does asexuality seem to fit for you oh no i, I have sex so you like well yeah asexual, and, I, and i enjoy asexual, having it okay okay because like asexual people have sex it's right. just they don't have like an urgent desire for it so i, I am sexually attracted to people okay. and my urgent desire for sex it hasn't gone away but I feel like as I age, especially like this year particularly, I have a much clearer idea of what I actually want. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to have or, you know, or I'm going to try not to. Have. She's already building back doors. And I'm, I'm going to try not to have She's- like a <laughs> mid range hookup that's like not good for anybody. But you know what? Sometimes you slip up and your ex texts you and you're like, what if I'm a totally different person than I was two years ago? Mm. And or you are a totally different person. Turns out you're not. Mm -hmm. And it's awkward. (laughs) What what is a mid range hookup to you? Um, The quality of the sex or the fact that it's not someone who's like important to you? Um, Because I couldn't tell if you were like, I don't want to have hookups anymore, or I don't want to settle for like mediocre sex. You know what? I think those two go hand in hand. Like all the time? I have a saying that 90% of having sex with me is hanging out with me. Okay, but like I I do that with like casual sex partners. Right. I hang out. So it's like I don't have to like be, you know, I don't even have to be in a relationship with someone to want to hang out with them. Right. But I have to want to hang out with them. Call it weird. I like to I like to like the people I fuck. Right. I want to like the person. I have to have just like a again, like 90% of hanging of having sex with me is hanging out with me. Mm. So if it's not someone I want to hang out with. Well, yeah, like of the 150 minutes, like I assume that only like right. 15 minutes is gonna be the sex. Right. And guess what? <laughs> if Even, it's a great day, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. If it's if everything's fabulous, you know, it most of it's just hanging out. Yeah. Most of it's just, so I want to find someone I enjoy hanging out with, which means almost nothing, but mm. is still, <laughs> but it's hard to, it's, 
So the mediocre, so the mid range is that it's not someone you like have a really a connection with. Yeah, or it is bad. Okay, like it could that could be in anything. Sure. Any th- there's so many ways that sex could be mid. So for you, like, do you feel like when you don't have a connection with someone, it's not good because? Oh, because I'm extremely anxious. So you need to get comfortable. I need to be comfortable with the person. So the talking is about like getting you comfortable. Yeah. Because if you're all high stress, like you're not going to have an orgasm. No, I'm not going to yeah. bust. I'm not going to bust. You call it busting? I do. I love that. Is that a movement you're starting? Because it, I will join. But Because calling it busting? Call you know it when what? girls bust. I, I, I feel like I've always used like dude words mm-hmm. for, for the girl sex stuff. And then people are like, wow, that's like a dude. Where I'm like, well, what else? What else am I supposed to call it? Have you had the most- dudes have better words? Like I call it busting. I've like, um, getting head is something I use. I've that heard that a little bit. I've that I've heard is like a male related term. Uh, but busting is my favorite. Busting. I've never heard a woman refer to herself as busting. So that's okay. <laughs> trying to trying to bust a nut. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna roll. I also, over. you know what? I also say jacking off for female <laughs> masturbation, and I don't think that's semantically correct. I've heard, but I've heard that as well. I've heard women use that as well. But uh, I've also heard people say jilling off instead. Jilling off as like that's the opposite. Cute. You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep it nice and gender neutral. That's, that's so progressive. Of yeah, because any one of us can bust a nut. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what makes you comfortable with? Uh, wait, also, what makes I, me comfortable with a person? Well, also, I was gonna say I forgot. If it's you, all about vibes. Well, I forgot if you you're are you bisexual? Or I am you bisexual. Okay, I'm the I'm the world's like most boring bisexual woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> bisexuality is so related to like being freaky that it's like weird to be like ah, not that. You know what I mean? Well, isn't that like the stereotype or whatever? Oh yeah, that's the stereotype. Yeah. And then also, I don't talk about being bisexual in comedy. Yeah, that's why I was like, I feel like maybe it came up in conversation. Yeah, but I never heard you it say must it on have because I because I don't talk about it on stage. No. I have jokes about relationships and sex with both men and women, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about those on stage. But honestly, I'll pick a side. Mm-hmm. If I'm going on stage, I'll pick a side. Why? It's because I think every joke about bisexuality has already been done before. I have not in my almost seven years of doing stand-up comedy thought of an original joke about bisexuality. What makes you comfortable with with a sexual partner? Like, what gets you in the mood where you can be relaxed and enjoy what's going to happen? Oof. That is the question. How many scented candles are needed? How many scented candles? You know what? Just one, because you don't want to mix and match. I'm not trying to smell, like, three different smells at once, you know? It's got to be, like... You don't want to be overstimulated in the sensory department. Right? Do you not? No, like you don't want too many things going on. You know what I lost my virginity to? What? The movie Beowulf, starring Angelina Jolie. Wow. It was playing on the TV. Why? Because it was on TV. I don't know. I just like when if anyone said, I don't care if you were losing your virginity or not, if someone says Beowulf was on the TV, I would ask why. Right. Well, but like, guess what? That was distracting. It's, it's I mean, like it's the music fucking stuff. Beowulf. It's like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be distracting. distracting. It's Beowulf. It's a like fully CGI movie that's somewhere in that uncanny valley that we don't like. There's again, Jolie is the monster's mother, who's like the original MILF sort of a fiction. But when the when the when the wolf is eating 
things very loudly. I would imagine that's distracting. I'm talking like scented candles and types of lighting and yeah. like what type of like um, yeah, what sort of, like I you like know a, what? I I want to there's like there's a formula. It's just it's it's all vibes. Okay. It's all vibes. It's all like do I like the person? Do I gel with mm-hmm. the person? Do I trust them? That's a big thing. On, on like a basic level there are some people in this world who I will hang out with, but I straight up do not trust. Yeah. And I don't think I'd ever be able to have sex with anybody who I feel that way about. Uh, yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. Just like, if you know... um, You don't want to constantly be wondering, like, is the condom still on? Right. And like, I don't want to name names, but like, do you remember uh, that there was a there was a comedy drama a while ago about a big group chat of people who were sharing nudes? No. Okay. I so, told you I don't have crews. I'm one on one guy. Right. I I'm a gossip fiend. So there this is Still. not recent. But there was a huge group of male comics who when they received nudes from women, especially female comics, would send it to the whole group. So and I don't I'm even gl- know everyone that was in that group, but I know a couple people. So like any of their friends. Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. No. Never. Or even if I don't know they've done something like that. If I get the vibe. Right. Never. Aye. Even like one time a close friend, we were hanging out and he got a Snapchat and it was from the girl he was staying at the time. He's like, hey, do you, do you want to see a picture of my, my, uh, see a nude for my girlfriend? And I was like, hell yeah. And then in my head, I'm like, I can't trust him. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> like, I mean, in that, that situation, like the borderline of like acceptability where like a lot of people, there's people who would say that's not consensual. And then others would say that's like the line, like you could show in person, but don't send it like digitally transfer. Right. Yeah, you know, I do think there is a line of, like, showing in person. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you send it to someone, then they have the power to distribute as well. Well, no, 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 no. If you show, like, you show them yeah. on your phone, but, like, now right. they don't have the ability to keep exactly. spreading. You have control. So, so that's it. the line. I actually don't think it's that bad. I think it's an invasion. I just don't think it's, it's the it's worst type the of invasion. Level. Yeah. It's not the same level for sure. I think it's a very finger-waggy type of invasion. Right. That, and also it depends, like... Unless you're showing it to someone, like, their boss, their right. parent, right? How Outside does she that. feel about that? Because I know some people would be cool with it. And sure. honestly, I think this this girl, they're not together anymore. I think she would have been cool with it. Yeah. I met her. She's She was, I, like, she was a sex worker. And, like, I, I don't think she... Her nudes were online, you Right. I'm like, like, people have seen her nudes. But it sounds like these, these comics were passing around... Just everyday, yeah, women. just everyday women, and then and w- so like now, I when said, you- it was like bigger when it was female comics too. But the impression that I was given when I was told this story, and now maybe this is just because I heard this from female mm. comics, is that like it was an especially big deal to share a female comics nudes as okay. opposed to some girl who the rest of the group chat. Does like if not you're gonna know. share my nudes, just make sure you get my Twitter handle correct. That's right. All. Just make sure they- again, remember that's Katu with a soft A. And <laughs> to uh link all my socials mm-hmm. so you said like you're finally starting to understand like what it is you want yeah while you were building all these backdoors to continue having like mid-range hookups uh, right when you're feeling weak what do you want or do what you do you i want? want is i just i want to meet somebody i'm like comfortable with who i can who i genuinely enjoy spending time with who i yeah that's all you know, I'm I'm a woman. A lot of my friends are women, mm-hmm. and I feel like dating advice is like female dating advice is like there's a huge market for that right now. 
because dating sucks right now. Yeah. And it's, and it's broken and everyone hates it. I mean, I've, I've gone on so many horrible dates and like my bar is low, but guess, but it's just, I, I feel like all these guys that I meet through the apps are strangers. I think the bar is so low because that's just what the population is perform. Like that's where the performance right. is bringing the bar down to. Because like I've like, had to, I've had to deal with men for recruiting for women. Yeah. Like if I've tried to like recruit for say some sort of group sex right. event, right? Putting ads I feel on like Reddit. it's it's harder to get. Is it harder to get women for those? Oh no, no, it's not to get the women. Like it's like a woman will ask me to throw her some sort of thing, okay. and I need other dicks for it. Oh. And so I have to interact with those dicks. And they're terrible to me too. Yeah. Like I'll put out a post and I'll say, it, for a free blowjob, you ju- for yeah. my very hot friend, you just have to send me on your first message these like four pieces of information. And instead I'll get messages that just say, what's the address? Yo, what's up? Or just a dick. And that's why I'm like, okay, everyone wants to be like hashtag not all men, but like it's definitely – it's definitely us. It's definitely right? us. Yeah. It's 100%. I can promise you, I don't care if you're straight or queer, it, the men with dicks are a problem. Oh, my God. I was about to say, like, I feel like the the um, queer guys I know have it just as bad. Yeah, the more I, like, delve into exploring how, like, it's just it's just bad. Like, like I think one of the best forms of comedy going on right now is just, like, grinder screenshots. Yeah? Oh, Yeah. I saw one where his entire profile was like, male, 40, no Disney gays. What the fuck's a Disney gay? Some gay people really like Disney. Okay. It just makes me sad that your bar is like so low that you were like just someone I'm comfortable. Right. Like someone I like and someone who's nice to me. And I was like, that's it? You don't want any more parameters? It. You know what? So a couple of things. One, it is hard enough to meet because I am a severely anxious person and being comfortable around someone and also there's there's also the sweet spot where it's like i want to be comfortable around you but not get to the point where like a lot of people don't want to have sex with their platonic friends believe it or not i find that silly a lot of people don't so you know if i have an established friendship with someone well then maybe it's off the table Mm -hmm. because so but you're you're down the bang friends if they were done it before yeah okay i've Frequently. <laughs> well, you're the one coming in here like, man, oh, I, I, don't I haven't have been sex. laid in yeah. months. And I, I don't know how to meet a guy and I, my bar is on the floor. Right. And- well, here's the thing about the bar. A lot of this like dating advice that's targeted towards women and mm-hmm. it's all about raising your standards and setting parameters. Mm-hmm. And to me, that feels inherently transactional. And Such a how? It does. Like to me... This is so weird, but like to me, if I feel like, oh, I'm not going to have sex with you unless you A, B, C, and D, then it feels like, oh, well, then if you do all that stuff, there's pressure to me to ha- for me to have sex with you. Well, or, what are the A, B, C, and D? Is it like buy me dinner, give right. me a compliment, and a drive lot of me that's, home? A, you know, or a lot is of it that like treat me with is... respect and ask me questions about my life? And oh, well, that is absolutely necessary. Is. All of the respect and stuff, that's absolutely necessary. What's necessary for me is respect, okay. trust. Okay. And being a good hang. Okay. Those are the three most important things. But a lot of the like dating advice aimed towards women, it's like, oh, don't have sex with him unless he show, d- puts this amount of effort into the relationship, mm. buys you stuff, unless you, you know, and make sure to wait a certain amount of time so you know he's really invested. See, that's that's or if transactional. Or gives you this level, level of commitment. And to yeah. me, I feel like that 
is transactional. Yeah. And that to me is a turnoff. For sure. I think setting, but I think like set, like raising your standards and having parameters of like yeah. what you expect. Like I expect someone oh, no, to be I able to. I definitely expect a lot. Yeah. Like, like of, like with, with, of sex partners with me, like I expect that they, uh, know how to communicate their sexual yeah. desires. I expect that they, um, no, um, are not icky about talking about sexual health. Mm-hmm. I That's like, uh, you know, bonus if they eat ass, not necessary, not required. <laughs> it's not mandatory. Yeah, and you know what? Whatever standards someone has, go for it. Yeah. It's just that personal thing, the transactional thing. I don't even think it's a bad way to date, honestly. I think it works for plenty of people. Doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Having standards doesn't work for you. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I well, love trash. I love trash. <laughs> Well, so then why, why, uh, so what was like a, like a really bad recent date you were on? Ooh, what's a, a really bad recent date I was on? Also, you're like what, like late 20s, right? I, yeah, I'm 26. Okay. I'm turning 27 really soon. There's but... a bunch of people who just screamed at you right now. Oh, for being young? Uh, I think there are a lot of people who are like hearing the struggles of like a 34 year old woman's well, dating I in was New York, born divorced, and then <laughs> so I've I've been talking. I've honestly, this is embarrassing to say, but I pro- I would have sounded like pretty much the same at age 20. I won't truly age into my personality until I'm divorced, which is why I can't wait for that. Um, but what, yeah, what was that? What was like a really bad uh, recent date? Oh, a really bad recent date. Uh, he suggested coming to one of my comedy shows as a first date, mm-hmm. and I just straight up said, no. <laughs> I said, with all due respect, that's an awful idea. Then he suggested we have a drink, and when we're at he's like, hey, by the way, what made you decide to go out with me? And I'm like, oh, well, I felt really bad for being mean to you. Why were you, how were you mean to him? By by just like, because I was kind of a bitch, and I was like, uh, that's an awful idea. How dare you say, I didn't but say it how is dare an awful you. Idea. But it is an awful idea. But if you're not a performer, you might not get that. Well, you know why it's an awful idea? Because I got no shows in my, I got no shows on the calendar right now. Oh, so that's yeah. why it's, it's awful because uh, I'm not booked. Yeah. I, I like it when they're like, I want to come to one of your shows. I'll be like, I, I'm going to have to get booked on a show right. real quick. Hold on. When people ask me, well, when's the next time you're performing? And I don't have anything on the calendar. That is always a big hit to my ego. Abs- oh, every time. That <laughs> hurts inside. So you went out for the you went out for the drinks? I went out for the drinks and he was fine. But like the whole time I felt like, again, I was doing it out of obligation because I felt bad for being mean to him. And that's like just not a great vibe. The problem with most of these dates is they're just boring. Okay. You know? What's so boring about them? Here's the number one thing where like for me men and i'm bisexual and i'll say only men do this Mm -hmm. where men cock block themselves is when (laughs) i'm talking to a guy and like they undermine what i do like they undermine comedy or they undermine what i do for a living and you would be shocked at how much that happens i don't think you would be shocked at how much that happens actually so many women i talk to so First of all, I'm, I'm going to put myself really on out there. And I'm going to say I've never gotten an unsolicited dick pic. Thank you. Because I do still need roast battle material. Okay. Yeah, no. I've never <laughs> gotten an unsolicited dick pic. I want to keep it that way. Listeners, I want to keep it that way. Uh, <laughs> I have my listeners misbehave and do that, you let me know. I'll okay. Fucking wag I have finger. received unsolicited ass pics. From guys? From guys. And that and has happened... Feel? twice and how do you feel about that i feel like does it feel um, less aggressive than the dick pic uh, it's more of a receptive part of the body definitely funnier yeah it definitely like i've I've also gotten um i've had guys ask me to peg them 
like okay. several times. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. I think so, when we were out in the summer, you told me about right, one of right. About, it's because I have, I guess so it's like, I think I just have that energy. Katu, I just want to tell you something real honest. Like, yeah. There's nothing about you that suggests to me you have pegging energy. I don't, I agree. I agree. You look like you would look at the strap on and run out the room. I look like a, I look like a cardigan came to life. That is so, I, oh, I wish, ah, fuck. Again, my favorite roast jokes look, are the ones about me. What you should do during this is just roast. burn through all the best roast jokes mm-hmm. of you and leave me with nothing. That's what you that, should leave me disabled result. on the stage. <laughs> I'll be like, I got nothing. She wrote all better ones about herself and then did them on my podcast. Right. I don't know what to do. I was like, God damn it. I can't say she looks like a sentient cardigan. See, that's a different wording. You could have gotten away with that, but whoops. You really think the crowd at the stand is going to respond to sentient? You're right. See, that's actually, you know, that's actually something I fuck up on all the time is like, I'll get too writery with my uh, roast jokes and then I'll bomb. So when before I like interrupted you on a tirade of, uh, yeah. where where I was the one hating on men, it was uh, we, I you was know, hating on men. Oh, we, we were we were bonding over, but just down yeah. what I do. It's that. rarely a turn on to be insulted. Does that sound about right? Yes, yes, I agree. It's it's rarely a turn on to be insulted. And you know what? If that's your thing, that's something you got to talk about beforehand. Correct. That is that is not. Oh, I'm just gonna try this out just in case that's her thing. Yeah. You know, but like that, that it's beyond like, which well, is why, you, you know, negging doesn't work. My, my socially awkward ass has been like, and this, this is about someone we both know, but I was about, I was, I had a, there was this guy that I knew and I was like, God, this guy's such an asshole to me. Why is he an asshole to me? And eventually my friends were like, I, I think he's negging you. I think he's hitting on you by insulting you. And I'm like, Oh, I'm getting upset about it. <laughs> Whoops. You should have taken it as a compliment when I called you a dumb right. <laughs> When I told you about my situationship because he asked and he was immediately like, oh, he doesn't like you. Like, what? And I don't like okay. you either, which is my way of saying I really, really like you. Because we're yeah. seven. Which, which is my way of saying I want to have like mid-sex with you. Yeah. When I say I do comedy, I get one of two answers a lot of the time and they fall along the lines of like uh number one is guys that think they could do comedy and i've even like been seeing someone for a while and then i realized oh you think you could do comedy mm-hmm. you can't that's not an insult that's just a statement it's not for everybody. Or people have the extreme other reaction where it's like, oh my God, I can never do that. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why you don't do it. Okay. You've made your choice of, oh, I can't do this, which is fine. A lot of people don't like public speaking. That's an extremely common fear. Yeah. You know? But like, I it's, I, I don't know how to respond to like, oh my God, I could never do that. I have such a fear of public speaking. Yeah. It's like, what do we, I get? I don't like small spaces. I'm not going to like slide into an electrician's DMs and be like, oh, my God, I have no idea how you stand crawling in people's rafters because I just can't do small spaces. Like, oh, you have to go in behind the walls to get the wiring. Oh, I can never. But hey, tell me, tell me if you think and be honest. So tell me if you think there's a better way to spin it now. So someone's instinct to say something like, oh, my God, I could never blah blah blah, and shitting on the art form because they could. Instead, could they not turn it into a compliment with something like, 
wow, like that's so impressive and brave because mm-hmm. I could never do that. I'm really scared of public speaking. That's so cool that you do that. I, you know that's what? Like a, is that a better way I to do? I would even be, if you're um, suspicious and you are not sure about how someone's going to take it, I would stick with like, oh, that's cool, right? <laughs> because that is unequivocally a compliment. Okay. But guess what? People use the term brave towards women as an insult all of the time. Okay. As like a half ass, like uh, mostly other women, honestly. Like mm-hmm. this isn't something that men are doing. So you've got you've got boring dudes. You've boring got dudes. dudes who demean you and kind of insult you. Dudes who mildly insult me. What are the, or- what are some other pitfalls that you run into in your uh, low bar dating life? My low bar dating life. Um, it's so weird that like mid is the goal, probably. Like I feel like you have to probably, yeah. <laughs> because mid seems high from down below. Again, I'm very against putting stuff on pedestals, so I'm like, you know what, fine. Okay. You know. But what what uh, what are some other like pitfalls you find as a as a woman dating in New York? Um. Uh, so many boring boring people. Um. Okay, well, now, Why am I at a loss? Well, question. Then what is the... Don't be married. That's there, one. That's definitely one. <laughs> I dated a married guy for like a month once. Don't don't be married. Or disclose that you're married, you know? <laughs> it sounds like you didn't know up front. I, I did not know up front, no. Is it at all possible that you're the boring one? See, here's where, I, here's where I feel like my dates go wrong. I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like I'm a steamroller. Okay. I feel like I am trying to have a conversation with someone and I just steamroll because I could talk about any subject for any length of time. Oh, yeah. Even when as, uh, even when it's a body positive right. rant that you were like, this isn't my thing to rant about, right. but I'm going to do it. Right. I start. I, I started going off on that. And then in my head, I'm like, Katu, stop. Not your lane. Stay in your lane. But. I'm I'm almost physically incapable of doing it. So I could talk about anything for any length of time. And uh, so I leave these dates feeling like I've just hung out with myself for an hour or a couple hours. And I'll tell you what, if I am just going to hang with myself, which I don't mind doing, I'm going to do it at home where yeah. it's free. Yeah. I hear uh, complaints that guys don't ask women enough questions. Absolutely. But then you're also talking about like steamrolling the conversation but that's How kind can- of related. So it's like, if a guy's not asking enough questions and he's not contributing enough, then who's talking? Me, baby? Me, baby? Do oh, you ask them questions? Uh, I try, yeah. And what kind of, like, and is you gotta, it that they're just giving, like, short answers? Sure. And you, well, you got to have stuff to talk about and, like, come with stuff ready. Mm-hmm. And also, like, don't get too serious on a first date. Like, don't, like, wait a while to talk about your ex that hurt you you know yeah wait a while to talk about your ex that hurt you so the last date i went on the guy and i actually i thought about this for a long time but the guy asked me again this is a first date he asked me what i thought about marriage and then he divulged that all of his siblings had arranged marriages and i'm like part of me is like well honestly I, I don't even think arranged marriage is that bad of an idea at this point. <laughs> Lady, you're 26. It's it's not over yet. I know, but I really like that show Indian Matchmaker. Yeah? Oh, yeah. What do you think are your weak spots on a date? As in, like, wh- where where could you do oh, better we just, on dating? We just covered one. I could learn how to not be a steamroller in conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, I could. 
I actually got a book on uh, a self-help book on dating for people with mental illness so I could finish that and work on my anxiety maybe yeah like that that might help um and just being like I don't know uh being a little closed up because a lot of the time I'm like I don't feel like meeting people I don't want to meet people in real life I'm like ugh. I know enough people and then I don't I don't I'm a bad texter that's something I could work on okay I I either I don't look at my phone enough frankly I I will confirm this because I for the last like whenever I asked you like a week yeah. or so ago I was like I does she like one I was like is Katu mad at me I'm not mad at you I legit people thought you were gonna come time. over and like try to like start and be like fuck you I yeah. listened to your podcast and I was so pissed off yeah I did listen to your podcast. I listened to the episode uh, with the woman who referenced Batman Forever right up top. And that was uh, that was great. I love Batman Forever. Okay. But that yeah, but through your very texting, horny movie. through your like texting style, yeah. I thought you were like upset, mad, disinterested. I thought this was either going to go poorly on purpose or poorly because you were going to try to like be combative because like you were so like one word answery. Uh, yeah, not until I, today I did I texting. feel... I felt fine today oh, I'm based sorry. on some of the extra words. But before that, I was like, I have no idea how this is going to go. Right. She seems very unenthused. Okay. Yeah. And that is also how I talk to people who are potential sex partners. Oh, okay. <laughs> With one word answers? One word answers, period at the end. Um, make them question if you're even make them interested question in it. They're, if they're interested. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then how I text my best friend is like, uh, like, uh, like two paragraphs of like, oh, I went to the, I, I went to the bagel store, and now I'm worried that child labor is making a comeback. I am. That's a real I, thing. I mean, that's the type. I'd love to get that type of text with, from someone I'm sleeping with or dating. That, that they're worried child the, labor is making a comeback. I am really convers- worried child labor is making a comeback. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a good conversation starter. Yeah. Oh. Or if it's a comic, you're gonna get some like really good like iPhone child jokes or whatever. Like, right? Be like, hey, just quick question: How do you feel about child labor? And they're like, I'm gonna be like pro because that's the funnier answer. Right. You're gonna be like, oh man, I'm a, a comic would say pro. Right. And then we're <laughs> gonna figure out why pro because that's right. Comedy. And then you're like, okay, quick. I said this. How do I back it up? Yeah. I love being edgy. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a gene. I feel like I have the edgy pill. Well, it's because you hang around the roast battle people. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to like edgy humor. You have that. to be edgy. Well, it's like who, do, like, like I would love from like someone I'm hooking up with yeah. if I got randomly a text of like, so who do you really think did 9 11? Like, I might marry her. Uh, she, that, <laughs> I love that. I feel like I know women that would send that text. Yeah. Because that's the kind of person I am. So I'm friends with those people, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, who do you think really did? I um, I had a friend in college who I bullied and uh, I hosted. Great what? Great friend. We're still good friends. They stayed friends with you after you bullied them? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it it was a very high effort, low return bullies. Like, um. He took his semester off of college, so the big joke was that he had an illegitimate child. So I used my um, art school skills to draw child pictures and send them to him uh, from his illegitimate child. Okay. Um, (laughs) One time he asked one of our friends to download all the Adam Sandler movies for him. So uh, So you should be bullying him for that. Well, for – oh. He is bullyable. No, 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 no. We have to get that. Yeah. to my boy. Yeah. You don't 
No, no, that's like the crux of the Adam Sandler catalog. So our buddy Jamie is like, yeah, I'll download the Adam Sandler movies for you. And he like intercut them with clips of porn. That is high effort. That is... It, it certainly will improve Jack and Jill. <laughs> it did. I, uh, it was very funny. And also, you know, he like was sitting down and watching that with people and <laughs> it would come up. Anyway, we threw a Peter Rosenberg did 9-11 party. I don't even know who Peter Rosenberg is, but it sounds that sounds anti-Semitic <laughs> with me not knowing any more information. Oh, and I tra- would like to uh, personally distance myself from Katu King's comments. From, from the Peter <laughs> Rosenberg. Well, when you tweet, uh, you tag her. Leave me out of it. Yeah. Who's Peter it was, Rosenberg? It was the guy. Well, no, he. That's the guy who did 9-11. He, You're yeah. like, that's the guy who did 9-11, Billy. Okay. Well, think about this. <laughs> he was in New York and he wasn't in the towers that day. Oh. Is it because he was in school? Yes. Um, now, he tried to get me back by doing a Katu did Brexit party, but that's just, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, Brexit killed far less people. <laughs> Yet. You know, Yet. We haven't seen the full economic fallout from it, but it's not looking great. Oh, yeah. No, I honestly, Brexit, it doesn't compare death toll wise. That's why, it, that's why the party didn't hit the same. <laughs> Pun intended. You know, for someone who describes herself as so anxious, it seems like you do go on like a good amount of like dates. I try to. I got um, I got really after my I so before this year I was not on dating apps at all. Okay. And then after a breakup this year, like a few months after, I got really frantically into Hinge, and I'm talking like four dates in a week, frantic. And then I burnt myself out immediately, and now I don't look at the app. And I have learned that that's not a unique experience. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you go go on too much, yeah. I remember I used to. I think when I was starting to get to like four ish dates a week, you know, give or take. Yeah. Uh, I had to like almost like literally stop myself and make a new rule. This is like back in my like mid twenty mm-hmm. in my mid twenties when you could just have four or five dates a week. But I had to be like Billy, you get three nights a week, most. That are allowed to be like date nights, mm-hmm. and then the rest you have to go do comedy. Otherwise, you'll just be fucking and never tell jokes. So, right. like, well, and the thing is, because I was doing it so frequently, I would not want to go home with the people because I'm like, well, why would I go home with you? Um, you're my like third date this week. I want to spend some time with my friends and go to the bar where my friends. Hang well, you out. would go home because ideally you're doing all these dates to maybe have a little bit of the sex, right? And oh, I didn't sleep with any of them. I went on so many days, I didn't sleep with any of them. I'm so sorry for you. But then because also, I, I feel like there's some people listening like, sure, but what What if? Let's explore. Yeah. Let's hold space. What if Katu's the problem? Oh, I totally am. Oh, well, then, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to admit I'm the problem. Okay, so so we don't have to feel bad that you're not getting Oh, we don't, have to feel, we don't have to feel bad for me at all. This is great. Well, we have, Katu, we have a, we have a roast battle at the stand. Yes, we do. On January 1st. Strangely enough, uh, ticket link's still not up but i trust that will happen i have a question from my uh my ask the guest channel in the champagne room our discord server okay uh patreon members y'all get to uh, ask any questions you want of my upcoming guests in that channel and chuck g has a question for you he said uh he asked how easy was it to find things to roast billy about uh oh so easy i i uh, went through. I, I just went through Facebook, and I was just like, "Man, I could say something mean about this. I could say something mean about this." So, what's it going to be? Do you, are there any subject matters that you you believe you're going to be focusing on? Um, 
I, I think being a podcast host is a funny job, yeah. especially in this day and age where it's everyone has a podcast, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to hit the podcast in. I, I do intend on making poly jokes. That's fine. Acceptable. Uh, <laughs> uh, is, there, is there anything you found about me that you felt too bad to use for your writing? Um, no. Okay. Well, There's actually, we like, no, Aw. that's not true. That's not true. There is something. I don't know if I could talk about it, though. Go, go for it. Like, I don't think I would make uh, or I would feel bad about making eating disorder jokes. Mm-hmm. Is that off the? Is that off the? Is that off the table? You can you can make any sort of joke okay. about me. How I look like I'm not very good at it. Uh yeah sure, <laughs> but like no well, again this this might be like me getting too writery. But like I feel comedy, like, Billy's also bad at his eating disorder. I feel like um making like the male eating disorder is having a big moment right now. Oh yeah, you we're know <laughs> the meeting we were ha- we have our meetings. Right. Uh, not meetings to get over the eating disorder. It's like, how do we get the word out more? Okay. I have a serious question. Is it just me or did every man discover calorie counting in 2021? No, that's been around a long time. Look, I am all for breaking gender norms, but I'm not sure that's the thing. That's the first thing that you should be taking from the woman community. You know, like, like ca- calorie counting has been in the woman community for a long time. I'll tell you what, it's a slippery slope. No, but okay, so you know, I'm on TikTok with the rest of the kids. And you know what's big on TikTok right now? What? It's there's a SNL skit that SZA SZA was a guest on SNL and she did this song. It's like, I want a big boy. And it's actually very cuz she's a fabulous singer. Okay. So it's a good song and it's got getting very popular on TikTok and then there's a response from like male dieters like these ladies are lying. They don't want a big boy. And I'm like Dude, no, they're not. Meanwhile, all I've wanted is for us to have an anthem. As soon as we're done, I don't even remember. I'm gonna, go SZA. SZA. Go go on YouTube, look up SZA Big Boy or SZA SNL sketch. It'll come right up. And it's fabulous. And they she they even show her with the um the chiseled uh one of the Chris's, the, sure. the chiseled Chris guy. And then she puts up when he was fat in Parks and Rec on top of it. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt unironically that's what women like or you know what some women whatever everyone has a preference sure but yeah no lots of women like that well thanks for making me aware of such a thing yeah and uh, i look forward to seeing how you try to make me uncomfortable (laughs) on a stage in front of a paying audience you want to know the um the two most devastating roast jokes i've had about my body sure they're also the most devastating jokes because that is the way you can Hurt, hurt your feelings yeah oh, absolutely that's why i'm like oh this might actually hurt his feelings yeah. i mean it will but like this is you know the way i explain mm-hmm. roast battles to the sex pause world who sometimes do not always enjoy comedy uh unless it was all completely consensual comedy where no one's feelings were hurt which is not funny which by the way roast battling is consensual well yeah it's, it's yeah I, I explain it as it's consensual non-consent with words oh I was it's like a rape say, fetish but like verbally that you know like if you can agree to insult each other and bad, why can't you agree to insult each other in public? Yeah, in front of an audience. For, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the two worst, most devastating jokes uh, that have been done about me for Roast Battles, one was, um, this was back, remember mm-hmm. when we were at, were you going to the Comedy Fight Club when we were at Lovecraft? Uh, no, but I used to go when it was at Lucky Jack's. Okay, so so before Lucky Jack's, it was at a place called Lovecraft. All right, and I had to go against uh, Mike Coscarelli. Okay. And I go there. I'm with my, my girlfriend at the time. And I go up. And Mike started his second round with, so as we all know, Billy has no bones. 
and it destroyed. <laughs> now, what does that mean? <laughs> well, at the time, I was feeling pretty good about my body, like, or like I wasn't like being strict with my like whatever mm-hmm. my workouts or whatever but like i was like i was feeling all right i was feeling like sexy yeah because my girlfriend treated me so well made me feel like a hot piece of ass right. which means she's a great girlfriend because go, good, good partners make their partners feel hot yeah um and so he starts with that and the idea is that because like i wasn't fat enough to make fat jokes but i was clearly not like i was clearly like a little extra so he says like billy has no bones and then the joke led up to the the closer which just demolished i'm also caught off guard because mm-hmm. i was like i understand your joke but it can't apply to me because like i'm on this hot piece of ass mm-hmm. and then he says most people's uh biggest fear is public speaking but billy's biggest fear is walking over street grates pause because he has no bones that's very funny because it's absurd yeah you know but also like Again, he thread this needle where, like, if he went too hard on fat jokes, they wouldn't make sense and they yeah. wouldn't work. So that was. I don't wha- think that's a fat joke, though. I think it's random. It's it's doughy joke. Yeah. It's saying like yeah. he's 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 undisciplined. But uh, like, okay. And but- then I went to my girlfriend afterwards. I go to her. I say, "Hey, have I gained weight?" And mm-hmm. she, Paige just made a face. She's like, <sighs> and I was like, "Babe, you gotta tell me these things before I find out in front of sixty people." So that. Yeah, but would you want that? Yeah, but then the the other joke was Allison Klemp uh, at the old stand. And she said something to the effect she was making fun of like my shirts not mm-hmm. fitting, my t shirts not fitting, like That's being a little funny. tight. Yeah. It was like me trying to like make these shirts fit that clearly didn't. Mm-hmm. So she said, Billy, you can't make your shirts do things it doesn't want to do. It's not your girlfriend. Oh, that is excellent. That is so good. Yeah. So that's a great that's that joke has everything. It's a fat <laughs> joke and a rape joke. It's <laughs> It's got it all. Who are you, <laughs> Stefan? This roast joke, it has everything. This every- roast joke has everything. It's a fat joke. It's a rape joke. All she has to do was imply her girlfriend was in high school. It would be a pedophile joke, too. <laughs> well, Katu, I wish you luck in trying to uh, uh, um, roast me so uh, bad. It haunts me for years. Oh. Because uh, all of these are very old instances, but I think about them every day. I... I feel the opposite. I think about the roast jokes with uh, about me with joy in my heart. I love them so much. <laughs> well, got to. Where can people go to find you, follow you, and come up with their own roast jokes? About okay, you? um, you can find me at Queen Katu on Instagram and TikTok, and you can find me at Simply Katu on Twitter because that's where I keep it up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, th- those are those are my socials. Um. And you have a newsletter, right? I do. I have a Substack. It's My about Substack uh, is fashion? called Style Abuse, and it's about uh, fashion and its cultural impact. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Katu, thanks for coming on over, and uh, you know, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Okay, goodbye, everybody. Again, one more time, there's a ticket link to our Comedy Fight Club matchup this Sunday. I got a link in the show notes. Tickets are available on The Stand's website at thestandnyc.com. Uh, if you check out the show notes, you also see all of my upcoming show dates. What did you think about this week's episode? I would love to hear from you, and not only would I like to... The rest of Fan Nation, they want you to join in. They want you to get in on that conversation. They want to hear your thoughts. They want to argue with you. They want to see your super cute pics of your super cute pets that you're posting in the Pets, Pets, Pets channel. Yes, everybody, the Champagne Room, come on in. 
Don't be intimidated by Discord. I promise you'll pick it up. It's like if group chats met Reddit with like a Facebook level of quality app, you got Discord. Introduce yourself today at manhorpod.com slash Discord. We're just about to hit 600 members. That's super cool. Got comments, got questions, need some help, got an opinion. Shoot me an email at manhorpod at gmail.com. Yeah, no, normally I, I play a teaser at the end of the episode, try to rope you in and be like, oh, see, listen to these bonus episodes we got. Instead, I wanted to remind you, you have just a few days left to get two free months of Patreon membership. Join my Patreon before the end of the year. Sign up for an annual membership. You will get two free months discounted off of the total price. That gets you access to nearly 300 bonus episodes. Maybe that gets you access to The Peep Show, our super sexy group chat that's been running for like five years. It gets you access to patron-only channels in the champagne room, including the invite every month to have you stopped? Have you ended the episode yet? If not, hot movie night, of course. Become a member today. Support the pod you love at patreon.com slash podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast. I hope you've got some sexy plans. Uh, if anyone's going to go to the, the Hacienda New Year's party, hit me up. I'll be there. I've got a cute date. I'm really excited to go with her. Love the one you're with. Do some fun shit. Stay slutty.